one of the women said to me, if I hadn't been doing this program, I probably would have quit my business. She was supporting other women. And I was just like, so if I hadn't been doing this work, you wouldn't have been doing your work. And that was when the penny dropped of, oh, wow, this has a huge ripple effect. And you never really can measure that. Welcome to Feminine Luminary, where mission-driven entrepreneurs rise into their next level success. I'm Amanda Hunter, Embodied Feminine Leadership Coach, here to guide you in navigating the inner work that comes with scaling your business. Together we'll play in the realms of energetics, mindset and embodiment so you can expand your inner authority, elevate your leadership and create the full impact you're here to make. So let's get ready to stand in our power, take up space and unleash our magnetism on the world. So welcome back to the Feminine Luminary Podcast. I am so excited to have today's guest, Beck Cazillo. Oh, Beck is just one of the incredible women who is in our industry. She's a spiritual business coach and she works with spiritual women who really want to build that abundant, heart-led, sustainable business that sets their souls on fire. Sounds like you're talking my language. Beck's mission is really to support women to claim their worth master their mindset, and step into the highest vision for their life and business. Her approach combines soulful business strategy with mindset, energetics, and fully embodied feminine spirituality to ensure that you walk away with the practical and intuitive tools and strategies to build a life and a business that you love. So Beck, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm really excited to see where this conversation goes because like yourself, I'm a mother as well. And one of the things that I really love the way that you do is you create this permission slip for other mums out there who want to have a business. They want to have a family life and really want to have it all. And I remember watching this reel that you did about this day in the life. And it was just so heartwarming to see that other women are doing it too, being able to balance life with your two beautiful boys, your husband, your business. And it's not about having to choose. It's about this ability to have it all. It's not sacrificing anything. And I just think you do this so beautifully and really allow other women to do that the same. So thank you again for just being that permission slip for other women to have business, have life, have family, have everything that we desire. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> You're most welcome. So before I jump into our chat today, what I really, I'd love to ask all my guests is what makes you and your work luminary? Mm. This took a little bit of thinking when you shared with me that mm. you're going to ask me this question because I went, okay, well, what do I, what do I think luminary is? How do I define that? And it's, it's obviously about light, but it's about light giving and being almost that leader in the space or how you're a self leader. So how you lead yourself, like there's, that's a word that came through for me, that shining light for yourself and for others. And so when I was thinking about the work that I do, for me, it's really about the ripple effect. So my background, I come from a life coaching background. And so I was spiritual life coaching for a long time, supporting other women to go out there and live their light work and live their purpose and have a life that they really love. And then moving into business coaching, now I support women who are in that space. And so the ripple effect of that is never lost on me that I'm out there supporting other business owners, helping them to grow their business, grow their impact. And I remember sitting once in a closing ceremony of my mastermind program. And one of the women said to me, 
if I hadn't been doing this program, I probably would have quit my business. And yeah, and it was at that moment. And she was out there at that point in time, running a group program, supporting other women in her role and in her business in the way that she supports others. And I was just like, so if you hadn't have done this, if I hadn't have been doing this work, you wouldn't have been doing your work. Mm-hmm. And that to me was when like the penny dropped of, oh, wow, this has a huge ripple effect impact that flows out. And you never really can measure that. You can never really know what that looks like, especially when we're out there sharing things just for free as well on social media. How, what does that look like? You never really know. And I suppose that to me is how my work is luminary because it's, it's, it just keeps flowing. It just keeps going. And that feels really, really, really special and so privileged to be able to do that. Oh, that just fills me with so much warmth and tingles just to hear you say that because you're right. We, we don't fully grasp the extent of our work. We can see ourselves, we can see our immediate clients and maybe have an inkling of what their clients look like, but it goes beyond that. And sometimes it's not just about business. This is coming back to the idea of family, like me doing the work is not just helping me and my business and my clients and their clients. It's helping their families as well. It's helping everyone around them. And like you think of like when you drop, say, a stone in water and you've got that that ripple that trickles out and you never get to see where it actually goes to. It's it's really like that in business as well, isn't it? Mm. So I love that's how you view yourself and how you view your work because it, it is just so much more powerful than we can visually see. So tell me a bit more about your journey. You said that you started off in life coaching and then went through to business. I how did you actually even get there? Like, how did you find yourself in this work? Tell me more about Beck and who you are as a, as a business coach and all of yourself. I, I love sharing this because it has definitely been a journey and life coaching wasn't the first stop. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably the most recent stop before I landed here. But my business journey, I started out actually making candles. So it sounds random, but I was trained as a Reiki healer. So I've been in the spiritual space for a long time. My mum is a psychic medium. And so I've been surrounded by spirituality, the spiritual community, spiritual businesses for a really long time. And I was already trained as a Reiki healer. I'd done a few bits and pieces like that, but I was still working and I just started making candles as a creative outlet. And then I started selling them because people wanted to buy them. And so I launched my first candle range and that was over seven years ago now, which sounds wild to me. And so I did that. And what I did, so there was always this element of it, them being healing candles. And the first ever place I sold them was at a spiritual expo. And so there was still this, this energy around it being the purpose of my business was all around healing and bringing joy to people and being in that spiritual space and energy. So I did that and my brand of spirituality that I love is Mm -hmm. goddess spirituality. So I've always been into that. That was when I found my thing. When I found the goddesses, I was like, yes, this is it. And so I released a goddess candle and I said to my mom, I want to do something special for this. Maybe we should do a workshop together that's themed around the energy of this goddess. And so we ran a change and transformation workshop we had like 15 women come to this workshop. It was so incredible. And 
I then released other goddess candles. We had other goddess workshops. And what I realized through doing that work and holding space for women in that way, holding sacred circles, doing this really beautiful deep inner work with them in person, I realized, oh, I really, really love this work. I love being able to support women to come to these realizations and to get to know themselves better and to release all of the limiting beliefs that they've got and all of these different things. I really loved that. And so I decided to train as a life coach. I did that. I then started working one-to-one with clients and something that you were probably familiar with is sometimes women come through that, do that deep work, and then they go, well, I want to help others do this too. I've, I've got this calling to go, I've learned so much through this experience. I really want to train in whatever modality it, it is and support others who have been through a similar journey to me. And I had these life coaching clients go, I would really love to build a business. You've built a successful spiritual business, but can you help me? And I was like, oh, yeah, of course I can. (laughs) And I'm somebody who's always been very practical. And so while I've been spiritual, the way that I approach spirituality and the way that I approach working with goddess energy is very much about like learning about myself. And so it's always been about personal development and personal growth and going, okay, well, what does this mean? And what does this mean for me in my actual life? And what does this mean if I need to apply this and how can I learn and and then grow and actually take action here. And so I've always been very practical, very grounded. And so I bring that into my coaching and something that I work with my clients on specifically, a lot of my clients are intuitive, spiritual women, love doing the work that they do, but aren't necessarily very good at running a business or they don't necessarily know how to run a business or They don't know how to take the actions and do the planning because they want to be in that or they're often in that very intuitive feminine space of being and flowing. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but we got to ground this and do some things here. And so that's what I help my clients do, help them with the practical strategy side of business while obviously having a really grounded knowledge in, I know what it is to be a spiritual business owner. I know what it is to be spiritual and intuitive and all of that. And so that's how I landed here. It's been very much an unfolding. It seems like such a natural path. And just going back to the idea of this like ripple effect and look at what your mum did. And then because of what your mum does, that has then led to where you started out your own journey as well. And had she not have done that, who knows? Who knows what would have happened, which is just, it's so cool when we get to see how it all flows together. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. love the way that you started out doing candles. And I mean, I suppose once an entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur. These are just like <laughs> these little glimpses that we have, aren't they? I remember yeah. like as a kid, I was like, oh, have I always been an entrepreneur? And just looking back at like when I was a child, I was always trying to make things. I remember making pom-poms <laughs> and trying to sell them to people. And I think people just felt bad for me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> who, really, who really wants a 20-cent pom-pom? <laughs> no one. <laughs> But these are like the skills or the things that you pick up as a child and they start to then like weave into what you do later in life and it all starts to unfold. And so your first foray into really that space was holding space for other women. And then once you got a a feeling of how transformational it was, it was then moving into the life coaching. And then like you said, it's just being able to go with the flow, what feels natural, what comes naturally to you. And then taking that into like where you are now with the business coaching and what I've loved that you've touched on there about that is 
the types of women that you have really attracted into your space being much more the intuitive, the feminine, and those who really are sitting more in the creative side of things. And what you've found that you've had to do is really try to bring them back to that groundedness. And this is something that I'm so big on myself, this like balancing of the feminine and the masculine energies when we are doing business. I know for me personally, I was very much in my masculine before I moved into the coaching space. I was working construction, I'm not actually out on site or anything like that, but dealing with that very masculine energy. And then when I came into this work, went, what? whoa, <laughs> straight to the other <laughs> side, the pendulum completely swung to the other way. And I found myself just very floaty energy. And where I've had to land myself is just in that middle, that groundedness. And so I'd love to hear, like, how do you actually work with your clients to do that? How do you help them move from their brilliance to also understanding that you do need that groundedness, that strategy, the the other things that come along to really help build and expand your business? Like, How do you do that with them? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, it, it always depends on who's sitting in front of me. And so I obviously work quite personalized and tailored with all of my clients. But in terms of what that process looks like or some key themes that come through, I suppose for me, we always actually start with the feminine because when you're really connected in to who you are and what you desire and what you're feeling called to and that really intuitive inner space, then you can cast your vision forward and go, okay, well, what is it that I do want? And so bringing some clarity to that space and bringing some structure around, okay, well, what do I want my life to look like? How can my business support that? What does that look like? What is my calling? What is my mission? What is the service that I'm here to provide? And so we actually do start in that feminine space, but then we move into the masculine and we go, okay, well, knowing that this is the vision and that is a vision that's really aligned to you, your why, what that looks like, then we go, okay, well, what are the structures? What are the what are the offers you need to put together? What does your business model look like? What are the things you need in the real practical world of running a business? What do those things look like? What do we need to get in place? And I help them with prioritizing, I think is a really, really big thing because there's obviously a lot of things you can be doing in business and knowing what your priorities are first and foremost is really important. And so the masculine helps us with all of that planning and structure and decision-making. And then we actually, once all of that is set up, then it's this beautiful flow of, okay, well, what, are, what energy do we need in this moment today? And so we've got a plan, we've got a strategy. We know that that's aligned because it's been based on what's come from within. And then it's like, okay, well, do I need to be a bit flexible here? Do I need to flow today? Do I need to tap into my creativity and my intuition? Or do I need to move into this masculine, get shit done energy and support my clients to be in that space of like, oh, well, I'm feeling, these are the things I need to do, but this is how I'm feeling today. Okay. Well, what's the nitty gritty strategy? And so it's all, it almost works on this macro and micro level, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely, it's still business strategy, but it's like you term it, the, the soulful business strategy. Mm. It really does take in both aspects and really encapsulate what the client needs in that moment rather than just saying, go out, do this, mm-hmm. which can be quite jarring. It can feel quite, it just feels incongruent with where you want to be. And I don't know, when you're in that space, 
it's so easy just to get caught in this like this freeze mentality. The nervous system just freezes and goes, "Oh my god, I can't do this. I'm not going to do anything." Yeah. And so, like, yes. what do you, what do you do around helping your clients to build the build that resilience in their mindset? Like, how do we we go about understanding that we need both? Like, how are we going to what do you, what do you do with your clients in, in that respect? I love this question because it's this idea of like, can we allow our business to be as easeful as possible, but also hold this idea that business can be hard. And sometimes as a business owner, you do have to do hard things and you can do hard things. And so it's this, it's holding the duality of that. And I think there's always nuance and something I think the online business space is missing is this nuance. It's not black or white. It's not all or nothing. It's actually most often both. And we can approach things and be like, okay, am I overcomplicating it here? Or is this something that I just need to put my CEO pants on and do because I have to do that if I'm going to be a business owner? And it's worth it because being in business means that I'm having this lifestyle and I'm creating this life for myself and that's what it looks like. And sometimes I just need to do the hard thing. Yeah. So how do I support my clients to do that? Well, you mentioned mindset. So mindset is such a big, a big part of it. And so if I'm sitting there with a client and we're talking about, okay, well, you want to achieve X, Y, Z in your business. You want to get to 10K months, for example. Okay, well, these are the offers you've currently got. Maybe we need to raise your prices. And they look at me like a deer in headlights, like, please don't tell me I need to raise my prices. (laughs) And at that point, it might be like, okay, well, this is why. And so we look at these are the reasons, the practical things but clearly there's something that's not feeling aligned here. And so let's dig into that and let's look at that. And that's where having a life coaching background is really helpful yeah. because I can support people in that space as well. And so we'll, we'll chat through what that looks like, what's coming up for them, and we'll land on a strategy forward. And in that example, for instance, if it was to raise your prices and I'm saying, okay, well, knowing what your goal is, this is how I think it, it probably needs to look. Can we take one step closer to that rather than going from zero to 100? Can we go from zero to 30? And and just do do a little tweak here, get used to that, and then revisit it again in a month or two months or whatever the timeframe is. And, And we create a strategy around what that looks like. And also having that conversation of, okay, well, that's your goal. We need to have a business that supports that goal. We need to have structures that support that goal. And if we're not there yet, that's okay. But it also means we're probably going to be pushing out a goal and that's okay too. But like, let's be realistic about what this looks like and, and we can achieve amazing things, but we also need to look at what the trade-offs of that are. And we need to, so we have these conversations that go back and forth and oscillate between the practical, the strategy, the mindset, the energy, and then what the actual impact of all of these decisions are going to be. And all of that's okay. Like there's no wrong way to do business. I think everybody always wants to find the one right way to do things and there's just not. And having a business coach is really amazing because you can have these conversations where it's like, okay, well, this is what's coming up for me here. What is that going to mean? What can we do? What's the strategy? How can I work on my mindset? And something that I often talk to clients about is business is often the biggest personal growth journey you'll go on because you're often doing things that make you feel uncomfortable. And we've got to be okay with being in that space of discomfort 
without it being so wildly, you know, we can't be in that space of it being really jarring for our nervous system all the time. We need to find a nice, not that balance is probably achievable, but we need to find a space where it makes sense for us. And so working with a client in that personalized way really allows you to go, okay, well, what's, what's that look like specifically for you in this moment and knowing that it's probably going to change too. Yeah, absolutely. I remember seeing this illustration that I saw online where I had a picture of a ladder and it was like, okay, well, you're standing at the bottom, you need to get to the top. And in the image, it had two different versions of it. One had, I think, about three or four different rungs to try and get there. And the rungs were spaced so far apart, greater than what the actual little person standing next to it could climb. And then in the second image, it had another ladder, same height, same start goal, same same end goal. And instead of having really quite uh, largely spaced rungs apart, they were small incremental steps. And I thought this was just such a perfect illustration to show that, okay, maybe we are doing it in 20 steps instead of doing three steps to get there. But by taking those small little steps, we're not trying to do the impossible. We're not stretching ourselves further than we feel comfortable with. And by doing so, we're going to get there so much quicker because we can actually achieve it. It's going to be achievable rather than this like, oh my God, it's not going to happen. (laughs) What am I going to do? And just not try at all. So I love that you're actually doing that with your clients and finding out what's stretchy for you, but what isn't going to stretch you too far that is just going to be (laughs) not going to do it. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. I love that. That paints a really great picture. And that's what sustainable business is, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm really big on sustainability and it might not be as flashy and shiny as those huge, big growth. Yeah, the big claims, leaps, yes. You know? yeah. <laughs> those quantum leaps that happen overnight, which probably didn't actually happen overnight. No, but, there's so know, much in the background. Exactly. And so many of those little steps, right, in the background. Yes. But we just see the end goal and we don't see what happened between here and there. And I just, I love that. I'm all about making sustainable business sexy. Yeah. we do that? <laughs> Hey, well, that's it. How, how do we make it look sexy? <laughs> because we don't have the flashy marketing. We don't have the the big things that on the, the face of it draw people in. And I don't know, this is just my personal opinion, that it just seems a little bit false, a lot of the claims that are out there. And like you say, there is so much happening behind the scenes, but that doesn't sell. It's not sexy. So how, how do we make it seem sexy? How do we create? <laughs> I don't know. I'm opening this up. I have no idea. How do we make it seem sexy? Like, to me, I think we just keep talking about it. Yes, we do, we do. <laughs> and maybe we, we lean more into the, or what are the end results? Like, how do we feel when we have that sustainable business? We lead with our feelings rather than the big, tangible 100K months or whatever it is. You can still get there. Mm-hmm. You definitely can still get there, but it's just not a case of overtly on the face of it. It's about creating something that feels good within your body. And so talk to me about, talk to me about scaling your um, spiritual business. How do we do that? Because I mean, there's such, there's this thing that is slowly shifting where you can be spiritual and you can have money. It's not a bad thing to have the two. And I'm so glad we actually are seeing this shift within the consciousness because we can have both. We get Mm -hmm. to have it all. So talk to me about scaling a spiritual business. Oh, good. I love this topic. This is, this is my jam. This is what I support my clients yeah. to do really, or in, in the end when they're working with me in my high level programs. So what we, so there's that element of mindset around it in terms of like believing it's possible and believing that it's okay, as you've touched on, 
once we're at that point of like, okay, I'm desiring this, I'm really wanting to build and grow and scale my business to this level where I'm making an abundance of money and therefore also scaling my impact, which I think is always often a key thing for spiritual business owners. They go hand right? Yes. All about impact. It's not just about ourselves. It's that ripple effect. How can we help others? Yeah. And so the more money we're making, the more people we're helping and we're more able to help people too in that respect and circulate our money. And I think that's why I do love working with women entrepreneurs in particular, because we know for a fact there's stats and data that say that women circulate more money than men do. Uh, And that's why that ripple effect, you'll never be able to tell. But in terms of scaling the strategy, I suppose, around that, Something that you've got to be willing to do is really look at your business model and look at the structure and the way in which you're going to get to that point. So if that's your goal, there might be some changes you need to make. You might need to let go of some offers. You might need to rework some offers. You might need to essentially look at, okay, how can I serve more people with the time that I've got? Because at some point, if you're working one-to-one with clients, you're going to hit an income ceiling because We don't have infinite amount of time and yes, you can raise your prices on that, but that also might have a a limit to it too. And so what does this look like? It looks like potentially running a one-to-many program. It could be a membership. It could be a group coaching program. It could be a mastermind. It could be a subscription. And then there's other business models. There's many other business models, right? In order to scale your business. And it will depend on what your business is and how you work with clients. But it will require you to look at that and to make some changes and to potentially let go of some things and create some new things and, and, and pivot in some way. And so that's the first thing to know. And then it's going to be about looking at your strategy of getting that out there. Generally, we're then looking at more volume of people. And so it's then looking at your marketing and your sales strategy. How can we bring more people into your space? What does that look like? How can we attract more people in the right fit clients for the offers that you're, that you're putting out into the world? And then it's looking at all of those different things, as well as the back end of what systems and processes you need to support that. And that can look like many different things. Systems and processes tend to be the thing that a lot of spiritual business owners Yes, that masculine (laughs) coming in to support the feminine, but we need it. (laughs) We do need it. And this is the thing, right? So if your intuition and if you're feeling guided towards scaling your business and working on getting to that level where you're able to support more people, you're going to need the structure to hold that. You're going to need the capacity to hold that within yourself. So energetically and mindset wise, what does that look like? But also structurally in your business, do you have the systems to be able to onboard that number of people in a short space of time? What does that look like? And so, so we have to look at all of those bits and pieces as well. And you don't have to do it all at once. I feel like when we talk about scaling your spiritual business in a five minute (laughs) time slot, it sounds like a lot. And in many ways it is a lot. But we just take one step at a time and we create a plan, we create a strategy, don't have to let go, you don't don't have to burn everything to the ground, right? You just take what you've got and make these tweaks and make these changes one step at a time towards your goal. And I think that's really important. Congruence is so important. If we've got a vision, if we've got a goal, 
our actions, our business strategy, our offers, it all just has to be pointing us in that direction. And in the space we currently work in online, where there's so much information out there about this is the one right way to do it. This is the, these are all of the different types of businesses out there, types of offers low ticket, mid ticket, high ticket, et cetera, et cetera, it can be really hard to go, okay, I need to stick in my own lane and focus on what I'm doing. And I think that is, that's the key to collapsing timelines, essentially. The more focused you can be on your goal and how you're going to get there and the steps you need to take, the faster you will do it. Definitely. There's so much, so much shiny objects. I was going to say so much shiny objects. doesn't quite make sense. So many shiny objects out there. They really do a take from your focus, don't they? And it, it's so easy to look at what someone else is doing. And if you haven't actually done that inner work to build your own inner knowing, to have that belief in yourself, it's very easy to get distracted and go, oh, they know better. I'm going to go down that path. Mm. So that's one of the things that I'm such a big advocate for. And I've learned this through years of a lot of error, a lot of trialing things, trial and error. And finally, I've got to the point of being able to go, what, what I've been guided to do, what I've been told to do by the experts out there isn't for me. I'm going to stick with what I enjoy doing, what feels right for me. And I'm going to go down that path instead. But mm. yeah, it's taken me many, many years to get there. And I'm feeling really good where I'm at at the moment. But I, I want to step back to what you were talking about with the different business models and whether you're noticing any trends at the moment. Something that I'm personally noticing is this real big move back to in-person events and mm. offline things. Like, is there anything that you're noticing within your coaching space or that you're guiding your clients to do or recommending to them as this is the new and upcoming exciting thing that's happening? I'd love to hear. Oh, that is a good question. I do love that we're seeing a return to in-person events and what that can look like and how that can fit within an online business model. I actually started, I went all in on business coaching at the start of 2020 during COVID or at, right at the beginning of that when a lot of the business owners in my community went, oh, we need to move online and what does that look like and hey, can you help me? And I remember back before then, you used to have to explain to people what Zoom was. That's Nobody right. knew. Nobody knew. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's just this app. You just click a link. It'll open up a video call. It's super easy. I can't even imagine people not knowing what Zoom is now. <laughs> I've still got um, images of people getting the, the wrong filters stuck in their face and not being able to, to get them off. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so I actually helped a lot of clients move their businesses online and now it's almost like this moment of going, okay, well, I've got an online business. I really want to get back to where I really want to incorporate in-person events. I really, I love that we're in that space now of looking at how this can look. So I'm definitely seeing that as well. And I'm really enjoying that element of it. What else am I seeing at the moment? I do think there is a move towards a, this low to mid ticket offering space, but doing it in a way that complements a higher ticket offering and how you can create like a business ecosystem that works together. The way that I work with my clients or, or what I teach my clients predominantly is to have a value ladder system where you've got an ascension model and you're making your money up here at this high ticket level. 
but what does the rest of the business ecosystem look like and how is that supporting you to maybe have some cash injections here and also bringing people, drawing people closer to you and giving them a really incredible experience, but at a a lower ticket price to then bring them into your business. And we know that it is easier to sell to people who've already worked with you before because they trust you, they know you, they've had a great experience with you. And so when you come back to them and say, hey, I've got this other thing that I think would be really great for where you're at because I know you and I know where you're at right now. Would you like to hear more about this other thing that I've got? We know that that that's easier and therefore you're improving your client lifetime value. You're giving people an opportunity to continue to work with you in that way. And so that's probably the other thing I'm seeing at the moment is there was this really big swing towards really high ticket offerings. And while I do still think it's great to have that element in your business, of course, it's also looking at the rest of your business model and how you're bringing people in and and giving them an opportunity to get to know you in a really intimate, but at a low ticket price. Yeah. Being able to nurture people and have them in your, I suppose, have them in your community for much, much longer than just that, that one short container. I love that. Oh, there's so much good stuff coming out at the moment. I just <laughs> Oh, that <laughs> lights me up just being part of this community and this this industry and being, I can't wait to see where it goes really. So Beck, what are you working on at the moment? I'd love to hear more about that and what can you share with our listeners? So my, high, speaking of high ticket. <laughs> uh, perfect my, perfect yeah, segue. <laughs> perfect segue. The next live round of my mastermind is starting in October. So that will be the next way that people can work with me. So that's a program, a six-month program for women, spiritual women who are looking to build, grow and scale their businesses. So they're probably at a point where they are making money, they've worked with clients, but they want to take it to that next level and they want to get those structures, the strategy, everything in place in order to help them grow and take it to the next level uh, and get to that point where they're making some really great money in their business and they're able to serve and support more clients than they have before. So my mastermind is called the Spiritual Business Mistress Mind. Ooh, and love that. <laughs> yeah, I've been running it now for three years and I absolutely love it. Each round is obviously different. We add new tools and resources to the program and it's just, it's developed in this really beautiful way over the last three years. Mm, that sounds really beautiful. Oh, incredible. And so where can people find you online? Where do you like to hang out? The best place to find me is Instagram. So you can come on over, find me there at beck.cazillo. And if you listened to this and you got something out of it and you want to come chat, please send me a DM. My DMs are always open. I respond to all of them personally. So come and come and say hi and we can have a chat. Brilliant. And I'll pop all of those details in the show notes as well. So we can easily find where Becky is hiding and for her mistress mind. I love that mistress mind instead of mastermind uh, (laughs) is ready for registration. Yeah. So Becky, is there anything else that you'd love to add or share as like a final parting message to the listeners? Oh, what's coming through for me today? I do like the opportunity to share something at the end. I think the biggest thing for me that's coming through for business owners now is just to really focus on you, your gifts, get to know yourself really, really well and 
just stay in your own lane and make those decisions, design your business, build your business in a way that works for you and know that it is possible for you to do that and to have the success you want to have. You don't have to be a carbon copy of anyone else or copy anyone else's strategy. You can build a really incredible business in a way that feels aligned to you. And the way you do that is by knowing yourself really, really well and being able to just be really discerning around like what feels in alignment for you and and know too when self-doubt or fear is the thing that's holding you back and be able to like discern between like, is this actually out of alignment or is this just me getting in my own way? If you can get to a point where that, then literally nothing can hold you back. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. That resonates so deeply with me. What a parting message. (laughs) Beck, thank you so much for being on the show today. I know I've gotten so much value from everything that you shared and I just know that my listeners certainly will too. So thank you again. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Feminine Luminary with Amanda Hunter. Please share this episode with another luminary leader who needs to hear this. And if you can rate and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform, that would really help to expand the show's reach. Until next time, my love, come say hi over on Instagram at I am underscore Amanda Hunter.